Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. They have some interesting uh, prop bets that I'm looking at right now. Will an NFL coach be fine for not wearing a mask? Yes, plus 110. No, minus 150. I would say, I would bet yes. Uh, another one is, will an NFL game be postponed due to COVID? Uh, yes, plus 500. No, minus 900. I would say down the line we might we might see one. That, that might be a decent decent bet. But from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports, here with a full compliment uh, this time. I'm um, here in Midtown Manhattan at a soon-to-be-vacant location, probably by December. Yeah, great day here in Midtown. The great Jamal Murphy, uh, once again, in Brooklyn. Murph, what's up? What's up, Bill? Yep, I'm, I'm still here in Brooklyn, still working from home, still, I guess, quarantining or whatever you want to call it. Been how many months? It's been at least six months and change. Are, are people uh, ever going to go back to your office? Uh, not anytime soon. Maybe like the end of middle to the end of next year. I guess the question is, do people want to go back to the office? No, you know, it, it, I think yes. it depends too on what happens in the election because you see Trump's trying to trying to force people to go back against their will. You know, get that herd get that herd mentality. Uh, yeah, well, you know, trust me. Uh, and then of course. Then, of course, we're joined by the wonderful Aaron Mathewson. Um, Aaron, producer extraordinary. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I can't even tell you who are. <laughs> no, it's good. I, 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 I'll say I'm uh, coming to you from my new spot in Washington Heights. Very excited. So it's, it's beautiful outside, so I like that. We're, we're, we're very excited for you. Yes. Uh, you. New spot. Uh, do you have a view of anything? Um, The street. <laughs> that, that counts. That counts. Yeah, but I do. I get a lot of sunlight. That was part of the draw. Oh, that's yeah. good. That yeah. is great. That's yeah. great. Well, welcome to that. the neighborhood. Thank you. So we're to the west here. side. You're on the west side now. The best side. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, welcome. So listen, um, man. There's a whole lot of stuff to uh, unpack. You know, the Clippers collapse. Mm. Um, I don't know what you guys think. What's the um, by the time people. Uh, Listen to this. Uh, the Lakers will have already played game one against Denver. And my, my thing is, I want either the Lakers or uh, Miami uh, because I don't want to hear about Jokic. Trust me, if wow. Denver wins, if Denver wins, Jokic, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it's just always this, we got to deal with this white hope stuff. And it's not it's, – my issue is not with the white athlete. Right. They're just going – but it's always this – The white media. 
media right. that's always creating this great white hope. In other words, I even heard somebody, even with a guy before, uh, with Dallas, the last Luca, potential uh, white Luca, hope. Luca. It's not enough for everybody to say, oh, yeah, he's really good. If it's a white guy, he's got to be the best ever. You know, or we got to listen to this stuff until they get crushed. You, well, you, know? didn't, you didn't hear that uh, uh, Jokic is the best big man passer ever? You didn't hear that? Oh, really? <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> ever? But, he, but he surpassed another white center, well, uh, Bill, Bill Walton. Walton. <laughs> yeah, Bill Walton, but at least Bill Walton won a title. Very true. Yeah, but, but I think that when people, when we use white supremacy, and I don't want to, I'm not going to go any deeper than that, but that's what that means, is that white people, there's this, they have to be best, the top in, in, in everything, whether it's sports or finance, whatever. So even in sports, a sport like basketball, football, where then that's where the Tarzan syndrome kicks in, where you've got all these black guys, if you have one white guy, you know, right. then that white guy has got to be like, like Tarzan, got to mm. rule the jungle, you know. So it's yeah, ta- Tarzan, Tom Brady, whatever. Wait, <laughs> when was when was the last most amazing like white basketball player? Tarzan, Larry, Larry Bird, probably Larry Bird. <laughs> oh, okay, because Larry Bird, Larry Bird was at least easy, well, easily, arguably, you know, the one of the best players in the league. You know, one of the two best players in the league at that time. Um, you know, he won like I think two or three. Did he win like three MVPs in a in a row? Something like, well, no, 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 two. Actually, it's two because uh, Giannis is, is, I think he joined five others as back-to-back MVPs. I think Jordan, Bird, I think Magic, Kareem, and some others. But, um, so listen, what do you, what do you, what, Jamal, Aaron, what do you think, uh, what, you know, the hottest sports story now that the Clippers collapse or what? Yeah, I think, I think for me, it was, I mean, and, and you know, you know how sports is. It only, it only takes a couple of day, you know, a day or two for us to move on to the next issue. Right. But I guess until tonight's game, when Denver finally plays the Lakers and we can move on, I think the Clippers collapse is the biggest story because it's it was huge. just so shocking. Shocking. It, I mean, you know, it's not really shocking that Denver won the series. It's just the way it happened. The Clippers up three one. They they showed they basically showed us that they were the better team, and then they just completely. Choked, and it also part of the story is Kawhi. I mean, all of you know, everybody. The myth of Kawhi Leonard being, you know, the great, especially in the playoffs. Like he, he never, you know, he always shows up in the big moment. And in this moment, he did not show up. I mean, zero points in the second half. I mean, people were before this. People were saying he was the best player in the league. A lot of people were trying to make that argument, and I don't think you could make that anymore. Oh. Right. Well, you guys remember when Rob Parker was on here, he called, he was like talking about how Denver, he saw them going all the way. And I was like, no way. And <laughs> since the beginning of the season, we've been hearing the Lakers Clippers matchup. Like that's what everybody, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that happening? That's why yeah. they play the games, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, but I mean, they were up three seven. Now what I find fascinating, fascinating when you start hearing the uh, people killing Doc Rivers, mm. all yeah. of a sudden, you know, because the media loves Doc because he's, you know, he's good. But right. now they're killing him. And they're right. talking about all his collapses. Right. But I'm thinking, okay, he's got all these playoff collapses in these conference series. But 
they don't kill Brad Stevens, all these other white guys. Well, not, let's not make it a black and white thing, but but the point is, Doc gets there. You know, right. I mean, he gets, he, you know, he's three and one, but he gets to these playoff series right. where the other coach but don't even get there right. to blow a series. So, um, I don't know, it's kind of like, to me, it's like Jesse Jackson tells a joke that when they, because uh, he was on a boat with three other people and somebody dropped their watch in the water. And so he got the boat, walked on water and got the watch. But the headline was, Jesse can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's great. Yes. So anyway, so, I, so, so Bill, does that? So you think that the criticism of of Doc is not necessary, or you think it's over? No, no. I mean, I think you should. I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, you're up like 19 points, something like that. Did you lose? And then you look at your history, and you lost a lot. I think you got to call it out. But also, if you don't call out, there are other coaches who don't even get to that point. I get there. Right. Yeah. You know. So yeah. no, I mean, I think you got to crack them. But man, I mean, you guys are right. I mean. Kawhi didn't show up. Paul George has, has not been showing up right. at all. Right. You could have predicted that. Like, you know, yeah. it would have been predictable. Oh, you know, what if Paul George doesn't show up game seven? What what happens? And then you would have just said, oh, well, you know, Kawhi will have to make up for it. But, they, you know, I just think when the Clippers, when the rest of the Clippers saw that Kawhi wasn't going to show up, they fun? were like, oh, we're out of here. Like, we're, we're not, why even try? Because that was the, you know, they lost by 20 points in the game seven. Like that, you didn't come to play. Like you gave up, right? How much do you guys think? What do you think about the bubble? Do you mm. think? Because remember, Paul George has said that he was really—it's apparently really took a toll on him. And uh, how, how, what do you guys? I mean, do you think it's possible that for some people, being in one place, even though it is Disney World, for like how, how long is it? Two two, two months? months at least. Yeah, July, uh, yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. July to September, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, this season is going to have an asterisk by yeah. no matter what. And I thought, you know, I was actually, I'm glad they got Pat Beverly back. You know, at first I thought they were they were going to be a shell of who, of their normal team. Um, but also, isn't that part of being a champion is you kind of just like deal and persevere? Like, okay, I'm not obviously an NBA athlete, but. No, well, I agree. Uh, you're a, you a runner. And a figure skating. Like in the marathon, I mean, like if it rains, it's too hot. You gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah, like right. Yeah, right. somebody's gonna win. I mean, you, you <laughs> ran, you, 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 you ran and stayed in shape during quarantine. It wasn't easy, right? Right. You know, you and had just, to, you had to think of, you know, different ways to go about your business. So yeah, I think. Wait, yeah, was go ahead. It, wait, was Paul George's issue? Was it that he? I heard he was like looking at the social media comments too much. I mean I that, that, that 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 happens wherever you are. I guess I guess if it's not a quarantine situation, you're not in a bubble, you have you can do other things to take your mind off of that stuff. Yeah. But I mean that's part of you know become it's, in today's NBA. That's part of becoming a champion. You have to block things out. You can't listen to what other people have to say about you, media, fans, or other players. It doesn't matter. You know that's that's like the part of becoming mentally strong. Now, so that's an issue for me too because. A lot of like he when he said he was having some issues, um, people said, you know, people talk about mental illness. So does it become a situation where you can't where it's untouchable? Should we even be talking about this? Because he put it in that context. That's a that's that's a good question. I mean, I I thought people, you know, when he said that he was really in a dark place and things like that. 
And it's almost like, and maybe I was like that too, when you talk about that stuff, it almost gets too deep that yeah. you don't really want to touch it. But, um, you know, uh, and, and nobody really dwelled on it, you know, to really, I mean, publicly say, man, and is there enough, I wonder if they have like psychologists or therapists in the bubble. They do, I think. Or that people could talk to, say, man, it's, you know, it's, it's deep. You said they do? Yeah. No, they do. I don't want to, I remember, who was it who, who knocked um, Dak Prescott when he, he was saying stuff about his brother? Mm-hmm. Like, that was uncalled for. I think no matter what, in when you're an athlete, your mental state is always, uh, like, a question. It's a, it's a huge part of it. Like, right. how well you can stay in the game, whether you allow... I mean, a dark place, I feel like that's... Um, not to take anything away from Paul George, but, like, that's a that's ambiguous to me. I mean, I go to dark places when I run. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I guess it just depends on what that means. I don't want to take anything uh, away. Yeah, well, what does that mean? I mean... yeah. Your dark place may be you're just at 119th between. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> no, and sports psychologists are they're necessary. I think it. Yeah, and it's a fine line. Yeah, and I mean, having grown up playing sports competitively, one of the things I marvel at of all pro athletes is is the mental game because you don't get that far if you haven't in some at some at different levels mastered that because you can't be successful um especially basketball so like you know you could be mid-shot and if something comes into your mind some 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 kind of doubt or anything you're gonna miss the shot so i mean i always marvel at pro athletes of have you know already having that that mental strength uh, to get as far as they have right Right. focus and stuff like that so that but i but but you know this is such, as you guys said, this is such a, a unique experience to be down right. at that bubble. Uh, and, you know, because I keep thinking, you know, normally, okay, Boston went down 2-0. Okay. Then you say, okay, now they're going to go back to Boston or they're going to go back to this place. But all they do is go back to the same spot. And I'm wondering if there's a benefit to that, to yeah. playing in the same spot, the same gym. The same rims, the same stuff, no fans. And I'm wondering, you know, like people are even saying without the travel, because I, I don't know what you guys think. I think the, the, the level of competition has been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You can't, you, you can't tell any difference. And that goes for all the sports. I mean, even football without the fans, I'm, you know, they're playing just as hard. The U.S. Open was as competitive as I've ever seen with no fans. So, yeah, I think yeah. competition-wise. But as far as the NBA bubble – yeah, there are. The only thing I can say is that all the teams had to go through it, right? Everybody had the same situation, so no one has right. an advantage right. per, per se. But there, but there are obviously. I, I don't think you can argue that that there would be different results if right. if this were a regular situation. I mean, even with Milwaukee, you think that they wouldn't have been helped by you know being able to go home and have their fans cheer for them or any team. I think it's right. tougher. I think it's tougher to change momentum. Uh, in the bubble, like you lose one or two games, and you you don't get to change the atmosphere. You don't you don't get to change anything. It's like it's like okay. how do you how do you change well, look, the momentum? Look at look at look at uh, Denver. That's, right, that's true. They, they did it. They shit, did it. They changed the momentum. They down three one. You know they, they sure down did. against Utah. Right, shit. They yeah. changed the momentum. <laughs> they did. Okay. So, Can we talk quickly about Rajon Rondo's brother? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. I was, I was like, talk about a fan. 
I, was like, I mean, I know he, there are rules, but I was really impressed. Oh, you were you were impressed by you? You were happy that he's that he was talking to uh, I, Westbrook. Well, I, he was on a screen, right? Like I was surprised Westbrook even caught it. I guess I didn't. Yeah. No, no, he was, was actually there, in no, the bubble. He was, he was there. He was oh, he was in, in the, the bubble. bubble. Oh, I thought he was a fan on the screen. No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> you were allowed to have you were allowed to have family members and close oh. friends. You know, as as the playoffs went on and less teams are in the bubble, that you can you start to be able to invite family members oh. and that kind. Of, okay. So it was a select few family members that were in the stands, and oh. he. But you're but they had given him rules like you're not allowed to heckle and all this kind of stuff and he oh, couldn't help okay. himself because Westbrook and Rondo got Do we know what he stole? What he said to Westbrook? No, something, it must have been something. Maybe, I think he waved bye-bye. I thought that's what he did. That's one of the things he did, yeah. <laughs> like, no question. West, whatever it was, it pissed Westbrook off. It did. Apparently, uh, Rondo's brother was like the head of the barber, like he, he was running the barber shops oh. in the bubble. So he had like a, an official position also. Oh, oh wow! No. How did that happen? I, <laughs> Nepotism. I don't. <laughs> I don't condone breaking the rules, but I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's a fan right there." So, 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 so say speaking speaking of Denver, and you know, Bill, you mentioned they they, they somehow you know figured out a way to change the momentum. Uh, so moving forward, they must you know you got to give them credit for what they were able to do, even though the Clippers did collapse. Denver took full advantage. I mean, they blew yeah. them out. It's not like it was a close game. Do you give them a shot versus the Lakers uh, starting tonight? I do. I mean, it just seems what we've seen is that almost everybody's got a shot. Right. You know, because you've got the same buildings, same, it's, everything is the same. So yeah. it's really like going to the same playground. Like, every, you know, it's like this one playground where everybody goes. And that's like known as like, you know, when Brooklyn is called what the soul in the hole or, going to Rucker Park or, right. you know, and that's like the hollow ground. So now that court is just hot. That's like the hot court where everybody goes to run, you know. And uh, I think given that, man, I think that court is like hot. Yeah. So, you right. know, everybody knows it now. Everybody's familiar. There's no like, oh, we got to go to, uh, <laughs> we got to go get used to these courts in, in Milwaukee or we got to go, hey, we got to go to Milwaukee. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that, or we gotta fly all the right way from Milwaukee to to um, uh, cross to cr- country right. to go to LA, right. LA all the way down to uh, Miami, right? And then you get to Miami and two o'clock in the morning, and you do, you know, none of that, none of that. So I just think, you know, and his brother, what Murray? Yep. Uh, I mean Jamal Murray, Jamal. Jamal, Murray. Jamal or Jamal Murphy as people call it. Yes, Murphy, yeah. your brother, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, what, what do you what do you think? Aaron? I mean, who, who, if you had to get odds, I love an underdog. I don't see it for Denver, but I am happy to eat crow. I feel like I feel yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the spirit of Kobe is too great. I wow. feel like I feel like uh, LeBron's not gonna. He's not losing this. Yeah, I, I hear you. The thought. I mean, somebody uh, we just did the uh, Road Fellows first podcast, and um, one of them mentioned L.A. and the spirit of Kobe. And for, honestly, I had not really thought about that. That idea of doing this for Kobe. Once that happened, I felt like I felt did he? I thought he did something, and I was like, "Oh, it's on because of this." Right. So, and it, and it's the point you made, Bill, about you know the court and 
and people being used to the court. I thought I was thinking about, about that from the beginning of this bubble, like guys like LeBron, like it almost seems unfair to give, to let him play on the same court or courts over and over. I mean, just a, just like one of the smartest basketball players ever. You think he's not used mm-hmm. to his surroundings, like knows the rim already and knows, you know, it just seems like almost unfair but you know, all these guys are professionals, so it's, I think, like like I said before, it's, it's right. everybody has nobody has an advantage over the other. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing I say about the Lakers, and I thought just a while back when they were going through their their doldrums, the history of that franchise is that eventually it, they always come back, they always come back, and they always come back with a couple of great players, right. you know, uh, Chamberlain, you know, Jerry West, Baylor, I mean, well, actually George Mikan. You know, when they moved from Minneapolis to the Lakers. And then there was a period, then you come back with Chamberlain. Then you come back with Jabbar and uh, Magic. Then you come in, they've always had this, the Shaq. Yeah, Kobe and Kobe. And Shaq, yeah. So to me, it was just a matter of time. And now they're back. Now you got LeBron and and and, and uh, Davis, you know. Uh, so uh, I, I do like seeing, seeing that. The, that franchise coming back. Um, but like you said, man, I mean, I'm just intrigued by the whole, this concept of basically a summer league, AAU games. All these games played in one, one spot. And, uh, you know, I mean, you look at what baseball is going to do with the World Series right. and the playoffs. Right. They're going to basically be in one, they're, you know, like they're choosing one spot. And I'm just wondering, what do you guys think? Do you think that this could be a model um now I can't see the NFL do because those guys are too greedy. Yeah, right? and they don't care about. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're gonna have everything in one spot. You know, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, that's what the NCAA is for their tournaments. They're talking about a bubble. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think this could be the future. I don't think that this is not the last pandemic we're gonna see. That's true. So. Well, at least we know what to do when when the next if there's another pandemic in our life in our lifetimes. I, I got I to give a shout out to to Major League Baseball for for doing that, you know, because they actually they've been a little shaky in their in in their response. You know, all, all kind of teams have been infected with with COVID, and and at least they made the decision in the end to to go to a bubble format. It. So I give them I give. What again? What 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 what, what, do you, what's that format they're going to play? At the world at the Texas, uh, the Texas oh, yeah. right, new new stadium, and then somewhere else. They're, they're playing um, right yeah i don't have it in front of me but yeah, yeah. but they yeah they so they they narrowed it down there's not going to be as, as much travel at least they did something yeah yeah, yeah that, as opposed to nfl right they have these guys fly all the way across country and letting them stand they said actually some people at the kansas city game actually tested some fans tested positive well, you you don't There's say. You don't, people. Yeah, you don't you don't say. I'm shocked and I'm, I'm appalled, but I am appalled. But 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 we'll go. We'll get back to to NFL in a second. But let yeah. me before we leave the NBA, you got the Heat and the Celtics. The Heat are up two zero. Uh, the Heat are one of those teams that you know the average fan is like, how is this happening? They don't they don't have multiple superstars. Uh, really, you know, how did they even beat the Bucks? And now they're up two zero. They look like they're headed to the finals. A lot of people. Give them no shot, you know. If the Lakers get there, what you know? What do you think about this Heat, this uh, Heat team? Butler's a Virgo, by the way, Aaron. Uh-oh. Oh, wow! That explains so much. Now, you explain, that explains it all. <laughs> that's a, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I I 
I think they're, it's been so fun to watch. And if it, if it ended up being Miami Denver, I would not be mad. That would be really exciting. That would be the ultimate bubble championship. Denver, yeah. Miami, something yeah. nobody expected. And I would just like to say right now, I would like us to have like a finals watching party. <laughs> like outdoors, of course. But I haven't yeah. found a place that I could outdoors that, that has, you know, that you can watch games. I haven't seen that yet. There's a place in Harlem. I'll send you the address. There's always oh, a place uh-oh. in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the beer garden? Um, I, I, I need to find the name. I was just walking on, um, where was I? On Adam Clayton Powell and I found it and I was like, okay, I'm coming back. Uh-oh. Well, you know that. Be careful out there, Aaron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, she's a Harlem lad. She just that's moved true. from the east side to the east west. East to the west. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Though, what you'll find in Washington Heights, though, although as it gets just for a change, Washington Heights, they'll have the they'll have the World Series on because right. it's largely Dominican, right? You know, right. and they have some soccer on right. because like Dominican, Mexican, all that stuff. But you'll be hard pressed to find. Like the NBA, I, I found the weirdest thing. I would go into like a place, you know. There was a restaurant. In fact, it's on a Broadway and like one fifty six or seventh. And I go there, you know, and it'd be like a, 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 a great football game, or and they, they have like some soccer game on. Right. right yeah. Right. You know, and I'm like, shit, what? <laughs> you know, that's a bring on gentrification because at least. You know, they understand, you know, the, 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 you know, they, they, they basketball and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, I was, in Colu- I was in Columbus, Ohio years ago for something. And it was like basketball playoff season. And I could, I tried to go into different bars. And all they had was hockey on. I could, I, oh like, no, no basketball at all. Wow. I was like, where yeah. am I? That, yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> Like, damn. It is, it is worse. Because that's all like a political statement, you know. Yeah, I, had to, I had to go right back to the hotel room. <laughs> that's right. Get, order your chicken wings and take them out. Um, so, so, but the, so, Bill, but the heat, you like, you like the heat? Like, you yeah. like their chances? Uh, yeah. Now, I, I think that, you know, um, it, 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 you, when you were saying that, I don't think they're giving up that, too. That there's not going to be any of that Clippers stuff. Oh, when no. these guys come back, no. I think that door. They're gonna just like grind them, <laughs> like there's they did no, to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, like they did to Milwaukee. Yeah, there's no none of this coming back and all that. And I guess you know, I don't know, man. Miami, yeah, because you know Mickey Loomis, the owner of the team, is a huge Trump supporter. Yeah. So yeah. which makes me kind of uh, go Lakers. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, we don't we don't know like who who do the Laker owners support? Well, that's we what I'm know. saying. What I mean, the owners see. There's a whole difference between. They own these teams and they're black players, but that doesn't say who they support financially. Right. And many yeah. of these multi-billionaires right. are in bed with who's ever in the White House. Mm-hmm. Right. If they care, you know, we know they care about money. And if you if you just have a, you know, tunnel vision about your money, you're, you're probably a Trump supporter. Yeah. And so, you know, so I got to say, well, who are you for? Well, I'm for LeBron or I'm for Jimmy Butler. I'm for, you know... Because right. you don't know at, at a level below, you know, the plantation owner, where, where do they give their money to? Is it, well, you know, but no, I like either Miami or I just think that could be really Miami Lakers uh, could mm-hmm. be good. But yes. I don't know about you, Aaron. Miami, Denver, I just think the NBA would just say, wait a minute, we spent all this time <laughs> in <bubble> for this. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we, we put how much money they put? Like a billion dollars into the bubble for this? For Denver? And, oh, like, and, get, and to get no ratings? Yeah, you know, because yeah, the, yeah. the average fan would be like, the Denver, Miami, I, I don't yeah, know any of these NFL, guys. I mean, yeah. Right, they might be able to hang with the NFL if it's like, like you know, L.A. and maybe Miami. Or L.A., Boston, probably. Oh, LA, Boston. Ratings, ratings wise, L.A., Boston is what you want. Right. But yeah, you know, Miami. Right. But yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I just keep hearing all, all these Laker fans saying, Oh, we're home free. We don't have the Clippers now. It's our it's our championship. And I'm looking at this no. Heat team, and I'm not even – I was rooting for Boston. I'm rooting for Boston just because I like Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. Right. I like the team. They're young, and I want them to have some success. But I'm like, that third quarter, that mm-hmm. third and fourth quarter of the, of, against the Heat, I mean, the Heat – I've never seen a team play that hard on defense. Like, the plays that Jimmy Butler was making on defense were like things I, it was just like, it, I couldn't even believe it. You see that where he, he saved that ball from out of bounds behind <laughs> yeah. the back. I'm like, I couldn't even believe he wasn't right. out. I was like, yeah. what? I was like, there's no way they can win if they're doing stuff like this. No, you're right. And I, I've been listening to this on radio. I, I listen, But I'm like, the announcers are going nuts, man. <laughs> On, on, with TV defense. <laughs> right, right. It's just, normally it's like offense. So these guys play hard, but you heard about the fight or whatever in the uh, Celtics locker room, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, I don't know if it was a fight, but well, Mar- yeah, Mar- yeah, Marcus Smart was yelling and screaming. They heard. They said they heard chairs being thrown. Right. To me, that's a good thing. Like, I'm yeah. like, first of all, yeah. that's par for the course in in a competitive locker room that is going right. to be, after you lose, that people are going to be upset and argue with each other. That's fine. Yeah. I would be more worried if people were just quiet and reserved right. and like, hey, we stink. We're done. Right. I, I, oh, want, well. I want arguing. And, yeah. and so people, I heard people say, oh, well, they're imploding. No, they're not. Don't tell me they're imploding until until they come out like the Clippers did in game seven. Then I'll, then I'll be like, oh, you're right. They imploded. Right, right, right. So we'll see, but I just uh, I just have been impressed overall about uh, the competition, like you said, in all the sports. Right. And, and I, I don't know. I think there's this whole thing of fans. Uh, I think fans tend to like kind of jerk themselves off a lot about, yeah, of about how important they are. Right. But I don't know, Aaron. How would you feel if you were to run? You run the Boston. Mar- I mean, you run marathons. How would you feel if the next marathon there were no there were no no fans, no spectators? Nobody giving you water. Uh, yeah, nobody. Well, oh, well, that's different. <laughs> no, we make sure we have water. We have water. Um, I, I think for running, I think like I think especially by the time I'm I'm finishing the race, I don't. I'm not sure how much it matters to me. Right. But I feel like other stuff, like sprinting, shorter things. I feel like games. Games. I feel like they matter. Yeah. Well, well go ahead, Jamal. No, no. What they've shown us is that. It, you know, true athletes, and I'm sure if you were run, like you said, once you once you're competing and running, you're you're thinking about what you have to do, and you, you know you're not thinking about anything in the outside world. And I think that's what we've seen from these from all these sports that don't have fans right now. It's not affecting the level of play. Right. And in fact, right. so you could some people argue that the level of play has has been higher. I saw when I was watching the U.S. Open, a couple of the commentators, I think it was like Chris Everett said, you know, she thought that the level of play was higher because the players were less distracted by the fans. Oh, interesting. And, and we're just so, you know, much more focused. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree because just think, I mean, fans, particularly a sport like tennis or basketball, where you could hear stupid stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, you know, I mean, just really dumb stuff. And right. you've just eliminated that bullshit. You know, you've eliminated all that stuff. Just the drunken fan and the, all the shit in the stadium. I mean, I'm, I'm actually glad. 
Cause I think fans had gotten had gotten to the point where it was it was like ridiculous. You know. Well, speaking speaking of uh, stupid shit, how about let's, let's talk NFL. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about the fans. You said the Kansas City fans uh, already tested positive for their fans that at Kansas City tested positive for COVID. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the. You know, there were six of the 32 teams that, that said they were going to allow fans. Now I think it's up to nine teams are saying that they either have or will this next game allow fans. And I'm looking at where this is. Uh, the Dolphins, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Denver, Kansas City, and Dallas. All these places are struggling with the, with the virus, even now, where, where a lot of states, other states have come down a little bit, have you know, like New York, for instance, is doing great. If any state should be having fans, you should say New York. There's only 300 cases per day. But no, people in Kansas City, Missouri, Missouri, is having, their curve is still on the uptick. They still have over 1,000 cases a day or 1,500 cases a day, something like that. And you're allowing fans on top of it? Ohio, the same thing with Cleveland and Cincinnati. Indiana had, you know, just had some crazy spike, and Indianapolis is allowing fans. We know about Florida. Tennessee is bad. So it's almost like the worst your state is doing, that, that's who, that's the, those are the teams that are allowing fans. It's all money driven. And, and I guess, you know, I know that horse has left the stable, but we're in this environment. We've probably been here for a while, you know, where, again, the highest values of our society is money, not, not your health. Not, you know, so you make all these decisions based on money. You know, the, the Big Ten makes the correct decision, I thought, to say, we're canceling fall sports. Then they get a call from the president right. and said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> These are like my battleground states. You know, right. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. You know, so I go to the game. And, and, and now he's kind of, could show all the people in the state, he's a tough guy. Right. You know, but he had his brother, Kevin Warren, who probably led a, a moral initiative, said, no, we got to, and he gets his calls, man, you know, I don't know. I'd love to hear what that conversation was like, but you know, you know, there were threats and he leaning on presidents and all these people. You know, the government, you know, to pulling all these levers. And this brother, you know, this commissioner is kind of like out there, and they they basically outflanked him, outvoted him. And now, man, we playing. This right. is election season, you know. Right, and because of the other school, like the other uh, conferences, the SEC. Uh, the Big Twelve, the ACC, they they kept it moving and, and played. So kind of, you know. Right. So then you you have you have a weekend and you see those teams play, and nobody drops dead on the field. So you know now 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 people like, are pressured. Like what's going on? We don't see a problem. Come on, Big yeah. Ten. Yeah, and, and then you know, like you were saying, I think it was you, Jamal. Like we're talking about the NFL. You know, and you don't. I don't believe these numbers. I mean, right, right. And it's almost you can see as as political as political as all this become. They're probably not going to let you know numbers. Right. As, as people get sick and all that, they're probably not going to let you know real numbers. How many people are really getting sick? It's right. kind of like it's like almost like the uh, the uh, uh, the scrap heap. Right. Just kind of scrap, you know, and and all that's really. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder about all that stuff. Like, in, like, for, yeah, the numbers. How can you trust the numbers? We are the, the NFL used to hide the concussion information too, of course, and. Yeah. You know, if you can't trust numbers coming from the CDC, I'm not gonna. I'm not trusting the NFL. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. You, you, you're right. You know, the CDC. There are these reports how uh, the, the numbers were being manipulated. 
and, and, and hacked. You know, so I just have a feeling in the NFL, college, you know, you're not getting real numbers. So yeah, also, also, guys, you know, I think there's a fine line between what your government is willing to do and what the fans are willing to do, because I've had some conversations with some New Yorkers. We are not all on the same page. I've met people who I, I know I've seen people who don't wear masks. I see people who have complained about having to shut down the country for COVID. Um, people say um, I actually heard someone say healthy people don't get sick. Here in New York what City. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you're not but, you're not, not healthy until you get sick. So, some things I just I was like, oh, interesting. But I'm just like, wow. So even in New York, where I would think that it was so bad here, everybody would be on the same page. We're not. We just happen right. to not have fans. Right. No, no. It's uh, it's not uniform anywhere. But I would say New York, at least, like, you know, you go out on the street, at least you see about 70% of people with masks on. At, yeah. At, at least. So, and you see a lot of all the sides. Like, there's, it's like, right. we, we, st- we still don't have indoor dining, as far as I know. Not yet. That's not I think it's coming, right? Isn't it, that is, it, is, it is supposed September to come. 30th. Yeah. It is supposed to come. But how about, how about on the field, Bill? Uh, on the field, NFL, the story of week one, it, I thought was uh, Cam Newton. And you actually oh. wrote an article about it. Yeah, about him, no, him absolutely. Right? That's, yeah, that's what I'm looking I'm looking at Cam Newton, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, in, in New England. Yeah. Um, they go to Seattle Sunday, which is, I think is going to be something. But, you know, I'm looking at Cam, and it's funny. He, in the next five weeks, <laughs> I, I, you know, they're going to play uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Lamar Jackson, Pat oh. Holmes. Wow. You know, yeah, so I'm like, so good. damn, Cam. I, mean, I, you know, I, I, I got I mean, my fingers crossed for you. If that's not motivation for him, I don't know what is. You that's know? right. It's like all his, all his progeny. All the people who we are coming back to like kick his ass, you know. I know. It should he, be great. Well, he paved the way for for all of them, and I just think it's a perfect like, especially after seeing week one and seeing what he was able to do. Um, you know, he passed. You know, he didn't pass that much, but it was like fifteen for nineteen for one hundred fifty five yards. But then seventy five rushing yards and two TDs controlled the game. Yeah. Uh, got the win. You know, pretty pretty easily. Uh, to me, that just shows it's a perfect fit for him and Belichick. Like, Cam has always been a winner. Like, that's the main thing. When you watch Cam on the field, like, he can beat you in, he can beat you with his arm. He can beat you with his legs. Sometimes his stats aren't the greatest, but it's about winning. Like, he usually comes away on top, even at Carolina. Uh, so, I think, you know, a coach like Belichick, you got to just love that. And, wh- and what they get him for, like, 30 cents? Uh, you know, something crazy. Like, they didn't even pay a million for him, I don't think. coffee. <laughs> You're right. It was so low. So, so yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, it's a match made in heaven, and I can't. I could see New England being right back in the Super Bowl. I could see it, and that. But this time, I'm rooting for him. You're right. He will. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be great if. Wouldn't it be great if, if Tom Brady somehow gets it together? Right. They, they meet. Oh my god. Oh, that, that would be great. That, that would, would be, be awesome. You know. Uh, I, I would. Know. I would try to go to the Super Bowl for that one. Not me. <laughs> no. No. Well, yeah. No. No. That 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 would be that would be worthwhile. You know. And you know how you know they have fans in the Super Bowl, no matter what. Listen, at least a few. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the hell's going on. You know? I mean, by that time, February. Who knows where we'll be? We we, yeah. we already talked about the Big Ten a little bit. Looks like the Pac-12 is going to follow them if they can, if they can get. The, uh, if they can get the states of California, Oregon to, to give them the go-ahead from 
not just COVID, but also the, the wildfires and the air and all that stuff. Um, you know, Houston, Houston and Baylor just canceled their game this weekend because Baylor uh, failed to meet the COVID-19 cancellation threshold. I think it had to do with the, uh, was it trace testing or whatever you call it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. So too many players had it? Some either they or some players have come into contact with people who did have it. So, I mean, I guess that's that's a positive sign that they're willing to cancel these games if if there's an issue. So they're being careful, I guess. I mean, I I think that's a plus. I saw a lot of right wing right wing uh, Twitter handles very upset that this game was canceled and no one Mm. without without someone uh, testing positive for the disease, supposedly. So, guys, are you feeling like essentially this is just money? Because I, I saw yes. so many pundits like happy about it, and I was like, "Should we be happy about this?" Right. Of course, well, of course yeah. you shouldn't. Of course you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. I mean, to me, it's. I mean, it's. I, I was just. I was elated to see the Big Ten and Big and, and Pac twelve say no, uh, and then to have this pressure put on them say yes is just so uh, politicized, uh, and I just think it. Uh, it, it just um, when you look at the direction of the country, um, it, it to me it's just uh, unfortunate, you know. And you're exploiting young people; these players they don't know they just want to play, right? Right. You know, I mean, I you know I get that. Yeah, I want to play too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. your children want to eat dessert all the time. You know? <laughs> right. They want ice cream every single day. Right, you know, pie every day, <laughs> and so you know, if I'm running for mayor or governor, I say, "Oh yeah, give pie every day." You know, right? Uh, right. So I don't know. No, no grown-ups in the room. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see. But um, you know, how about okay. how about uh, we haven't we didn't we never talked about uh, Naomi Osaka, who who won the U.S. Open and wore seven different masks. Uh, one for each seven different people, seven different black people, black police victims. Jamal, before we go there, can I just, can we just really quickly, is it true that Deion Sanders is going to coach for Jackson State? I did see that. I, I think that's amazing. I just have to say, since we're calling, talk no, about we should talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I hear it, they're working it out, so I guess it's not final. I'm just like, wow, good for him. Yeah, I know he was doing some high school coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, also he's had his thing with his kids and all that. Right. So, I mean, I think it's good. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's great. You know, great. Uh, now, once he has to start coaching. Right. We'll see. Right. Are they playing this year? Is I Jackson doubt it. Even? Okay. So this is not even for right now. This is okay. Yeah, I'm not 100, percent but I know most of the uh, HBCUs are not playing this year. Uh, but but as as far as Osaka, how do we feel about her? She she basically you know she becomes out of nowhere like a, a spokesman. You know, willing to put willing to put herself on the line, uh, you know, show, showing, you know, what her train of thought is about all this stuff, and and then you know, just to just to say from day one, I got seven different masks I'm going to wear where I where I represent these victims, and then to actually play all seven matches and win the Ooh. U.S. Open. And, and, and then when, well, you know, she won't be going to the White House anytime. <laughs> well, no, good. no invitations, sir. But you know, I mean, just way to step up. Right. You know, it's yeah. just a way to step up. And, um, you know, I mean, the way entertainment is, athletics, I mean, the, 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 you know, U.S. Open, NBA bubble, 
NFL where it's become just so widely visible and you know that anything you do will get that, that you know, I'm, I'm wondering when somebody's going to wear a presidential message, like a Biden-Harris, um, uh, like a Biden-Harris mask or a, right, right. something like that, you know. No, I was thinking about it. Well, now's the time, but I was thinking about it because I was watching the warm-ups, the NBA warm-ups in the bubble, and, you know, they all have these, the T-shirts now say vote on the T-shirts, and I was like, this is this is for it's it's funny that just the word vote is basically a political uh, yeah, argument right. now. Like we right. know what it means. It means vote not for Trump. Right. Against <laughs> you know you're right. So you're right, and they know if any particular black people that vote, they're like you know no, <laughs> they know exactly the vote and not for you. Right. Right. So yeah, the now, next I, step. I think, I think it's great. Yeah. You know, vote and then fight against voter suppression. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, with all the voter suppression. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. No, I think it's. Uh, I think it's great. Do you guys remember? I'm. T- I'm really um, fascinated by Naomi's kind of evolution. Like, I don't remember her. I coming out as so hard for being black. The first U.S. Open, or when we first got to know her. Um, so I, I love that she's kind of embracing this because she didn't have to. Like, you know, we know a lot of uh, mixed race black folks who. Yeah, they're in the tennis game. You Could have been Cablin Asian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, Madison Keys. Right. Yeah. She, she won't be wearing no mask like that, you know. Right. right. But no, Osaka, even when, even like the year or two before, uh, she's she always, you know, she was always quick to talk about her, her father, who's Haitian. Okay. Um, you know, she, she, you know, she grew up basically, I think, in Long Island and then moved to Florida oh, okay. to play. So she's, you know, she's an American, really. Um, and her, you know, her mother's Japanese. And so, she, you know, she, she's always, you know, showed love to both sides right. of who she is. Right. Which is, which is, you know, not only understandable, but it makes sense. Right. Yeah. You know, I think something as opposed to hide, you know, right. you yeah. know, that's what's bizarre. We have plenty of, um, you know, uh, Ka- Kaepernick. Right. And, uh, um, Nicole, right? Yeah, Nicole Anna Jones. Yeah, Nicole Anna Jones. You know, mother's white, father's black. You know, she clearly is, you know, a cause of a black woman. You know, so I, I think that you could hide behind these things, you know, just to not have to take a stand. Right. You know, so before we get out of here, uh continue to listen to the to the program, to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you you get your podcast. Make sure that you uh, rate us and review us, um, and continue to uh, you know continue with those good reviews, and definitely interact with us on social media at Bros Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. What's your handle, uh, Jamal? People want to hit you directly. Yeah, you get me directly at Blackatologist, or just look up Jamal Murphy on there. And Bill, what's yours? Uh, at, on Twitter. At WC Roden. Mm-hmm. And I'm Erin on air, E R Y N on air. Yeah. Um, and can I just say real quick the semifinals for the WNBA playoffs are this Sunday? I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Yes. Semifinals in the, in the Wubble. In the Wubble. The Wubble. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the women have been doing it. Oh, yeah. They've been doing it. It's, it's Connecticut versus Las Vegas and Seattle versus Minnesota. And I don't, I, I don't know if Seattle. It's not promised to Seattle, so this is exciting. Yeah, I like Minnesota. 
they've been more. I mean, yeah, but the whole league. Yeah, the whole league. Been, the whole league has just. Uh, hey, the competition's been great, but they've just really taken activism to a whole nother level. Hey, listen, <laughs> Jamal, Jamal, Aaron, it's been a blast, as they say. Go LA, go Miami, New England, and um, Seattle. Hey, man, I can't lose. Right. Either right. way, I win. Right. You heard, no. what Be- you heard what Belichick, Belichick said that, uh, you know, looking at um, Russell Wilson, he thought he was, you know, the, one of the most underrated players he's ever seen. He's like, there's nobody that's better than this guy. Yeah. He said, including Brady. Well, you know, the whole thing with Be- Belichick, this right, whole right, right. campaign right. is to like, like I, I, could, I could take my guys and beat you, and I could take your guys and beat you. <laughs> so that's what he's trying to show Brady is that, you know, while you're down there, Fumbling around with that ass, you know. Areas. Right. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going back to the Super Bowl with this guy, you know. So and and then, right. you, know, you know, Cam is, you know, Cam is right. motivated. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. He's definitely motivated. Yes. He hasn't changed his wardrobe though, which is a little disappointing. No. Uh, <laughs> that's his thing, right? No, nah, I'm just, I'm just half joking. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen. Yeah, we'll, I'm sure we will have a lot to talk about next week. So uh, Jamal. Uh, Aaron, congratulations. New, new spot. Ah. Two days. Welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you. And, uh, you know, get those polls out the way and get some get some f- pictures and photographs. Yes. You know, but you got time. It's going to be very exciting to see how you decorate your uh, new digs. You know, Bill, you're very good at decorating. I'm trying to keep your office in mind. Well, you know, well you can have some of this stuff here. Do you want... Anything you want? You want? Uh, Ooh, I can have your. Is that, that's your that's your old office. This. This is. Spilled. Wait a minute! Did you just? Oh, no. what, you want my globe? Yes. Did you really ask me for my this? <laughs> no, look at what she wanted. Look, look. Do you see it? I oh, do. Wow. I, love, I love the globe. Okay, you want my globe? Okay, Aaron. <laughs> and, she, but it was going to be hard to part with. I understand. No, it ain't that hard. Uh, but if <laughs> since she begged for it. On national radio, <laughs> okay, and you can no, I, I, you can have my globe. Awesome. Oh, that's very nice. Very Thank nice. Thank you, Bill. Right, you can fact, you can pick it up <laughs> at church. I'll add it to you. Socially distant. I'll have gloves or catch yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Catch. All right, but be careful though. Don't put this in the bag or something. Because you know. <laughs> so anyway, listen, Jamal, Aaron, have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, everybody listening, God bless, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.